0: If you're one of these motherfuckers who gets Neapolitan and you only eat one or two of the flavors, that's heresy. That's (laughs) blasphemy. You're defiling Neapolitan mindset. And as we all know, the punishment for heresy is death. If you fuck around and eat Neapolitan in the wrong way, you will be punished. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the 805 Intervolt podcast. I'm your host, Sam Bean, joined with my friends... Jeep Thatcher. Russell Emerson Huggart.
1: Cameron Atkinson.
0: All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. First, we want to thank our parent company, Shell Oil. Shell Oil, it's the best, uh, doing great things for planet and people. Uh, some fans wrote in some questions we were not able to get to on our last episode, so we're going to tackle those right now. And This is a new interactive feature we're hoping to launch Folks, if you follow us on Instagram, write a question, DM us, blow us up. Jeep, what's the first question? Michael from Denver asks... Mountain State Mike, friend of the show. Will (laughs) Shady Money be making any
2: guest appearances on any upcoming episodes? Uh,
0: Russell, I want to give that one to you.
1: Ooh.
2: Uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, we're going to be
1: doing this a lot. And while Shady Money is pretty much in the house right now, we got...
0: We got Deep Pockets, and... Woo! Oh, Woo! yeah.
1: We're going I'm wild.
0: <laughs> we got a little squeaks. Although I am retired, so I might need to put a turd in your soup, because Mountain State Mike... W- yeah. Does he want a performance? Does he yeah, want a behind-the-music? What does he, he want?
1: I think he means, are we going to be, like, rapping in here? No, I think we, I will,
2: we will make appearances in
0: our... Personas, memories. Yeah, might yeah. be
1: like at some point. We might do a Shay sh- in the morning, we'll for like yes. <laughs> <Yes, laughs> Yeah, yes, in, in the morning, yeah. A little sway, Breakfast sway. Club.
0: We might do a sort of a behind the music retrospective special episode. Russell talked about that earlier. All right, Mountain State Mike, thanks for riding in and stay warm out there. What else? We Next got? question, please. Next, we have
2: Tanner from Ohio. Tanner from Ohio, friend of the show. And He would like to hear our opinions on the state of hip-hop. Cameron, why don't you tackle this question?
3: just want to say what up to Tanner really quick. He's like a brother to me um, the State of hip-hop. It's all over the place right now uh, Personally I Stay to the older hits There are some really good songs coming out right now, but it's kind of hit and miss for me. It's
1: a lot of singles
3: Singles. You don't see albums as much anymore. Singles or like EPs or just like quick little, I don't know. There are There's a lot of good music right now, for sure. And me and Tanner definitely talk about it. He's an incredible musician himself. He's definitely come a very long way with his craft. And he, he kills it for sure, yeah. honestly, in my Love opinion. Love you, Tanner. <laughs> He's done a lot of really good work.
0: Yeah, I think at the end, the state of music, like, yeah. all day. The obviously. state of hip hop
1: has always been the same. There's good stuff and bad stuff.
0: Just like the state of anything, like the state of lunch meat. You know, there's bologna and then there's a nice honey glazed turkey. The honey glazed yeah. turkey, of course, being Earl Simmons, aka Darkman X, aka DMX. Stick to the underground. Always great. Never heard a bad DMX song. Jeep, what's the next question? From Remington.
2: From Miner's Oaks, we have... Ram and Miner's Oaks, friend of the show. Hopes and thoughts about what Sammy's mom, Betsy, might do as mayor.
0: All as right. in Betsy McColgan. Betsy, now mayor of Ojai, you saw the signs everywhere. I saw the signs everywhere. A nice shade of yellow on the signs. Yes. Good font, too. Very tasteful. Very appealing. I really think to win, and this is no disrespect to Betsy... I think to be mayor of Ojai, all you need is a good yard sign. <laughs> I don't think it's exactly the most um, ideologically demanding position out there. I did read some of her mailers. I've never spoken to Betsy, so I can't – I don't want to come down too hard on Betsy. But I saw some uh, some platforms, some ideas on there. She's talking – there's like eh, – let's just say I'm skeptical of any and all politicians, certainly Ojai politicians – uh, I personally am a Savera Lara supporter. Russell, your thoughts? Uh, she lives
1: around the block from me. I can okay. just walk there, and uh, and I support my neighborhood. All right. So we have
0: <laughs> we have a Betsy supporter. Yeah. Jeep, uh, your thoughts?
2: I am unaware what she wants to bring to the Ohio table, but anybody who's got the, got the guts to take that position, I commend you for it. But Better than Johnny Johnston. And anyone who lives around I life from Russell. I was not a fan of our (laughs) previous mayor who made a political statement out of smashing a
0: gas leaf blower. Yeah, what a cuck. And also, Johnny Johnston, (laughs) Wendy's closed on your watch, motherfucker. (laughs) Wendy's is a, it's a empty, it's a mausoleum. You drive by Wendy's, the windows are blacked out, the lights are off, nobody's home. You made so me sad. I have to drive to Ventura to get a baconator in America in 2021. Johnny Johnston, hey, it's me, Sam Bean from the Eight to Five Revolt podcast. Guess what? Go fuck yourself, <laughs> Betsy. Cameron, what do you think about Betsy? right, I'm down. To You're be honest, I was Betsy. definitely a Lara fan. We that like we we support
3: Severa Lara on but, the podcast here. Yeah, she stepped up and she she fucking won, dude. She caught so, a dub running like Randy Moss. So good for her. I like the family a lot. Grew up with them. I think they're cool. I think that she's going to do some good things. Definitely in a really rough time, too.
0: Yeah, she so, took the job at a rough time. Betsy, we'll see what you can do. Hats off.
1: Let's fucks with this last one real quick.
0: Last question, Jeep. Read it off. Um, From Mr.
2: Aiden from Saddle Mountain, we Aiden have, from
0: Saddle Mountain, friend of the show.
2: If swine flu and mad cow disease got in a fight, who
0: would win? All right, I'll take this one. Uh, so first off, Aiden, I your phrasing is is sort of too vague for me. Are these diseases being personified into like st- are they in physical form or is this like a race to who can cause is more this harm? Like Godzilla versus King Kong, Kong. Yeah, is it is it like a harm? monster fight? Because if <laughs> swine flu in its monster form, I'm imagining a giant pig that's like oozing seepage. It's got red eyes. Whereas mad cow disease is just an insane cow. Yeah, it's like what cow, it, you just see. It's a cow in a leather jacket with yeah. like a scar across its face. It's mad. charging at you. Just yeah, I'm gonna <clears> go. <throat> if that's the way this fight's happening, a cow's gonna be mad the fuck cow. Out of a pig. Swine flu. It just also I hate swine flu. I hate that that was a thing. Uh, mad cow is—I mean—it's kind of sick, right? It's yeah, kind of like it's very it's, like intense, it's edgy. It's yeah, dark. mad
3: cow disease is gonna win. I just looked it up. For yeah, sure. there's oh. like a.
0: <laughs> Cameron <laughs> is uh, our sports reporter. Cameron has also become our technological standby expert, folks. We're making upgrades. We heard what you wanted. Here's the thing, <laughs> Cameron. Go.
3: Humans can't get mad cow disease.
1: Oh well, yeah.
0: Okay, only cows so, get it. But what if you? But it
3: could take out human civilization, essentially. If all the, if cattle all the cows and animals they'd be very mad at us. With it. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> once they wake be, up, it could be used in like a certain type of warfare, essentially. If yeah. My my money's on psychopath. Mad Cow
0: in a fight. One hundred
2: percent. Jeep. Mad Cow's gonna knock Swine Flu out of the park.
0: Yeah. Swine Flu some Obama era bullshit. <laughs> yeah. We got a, we got a vaccine for it. We're good. Okay. Well, let's not get cocky. Um. <laughs> all right, folks. <laughs> We are recording this the day... Can someone please pull up uh, our friend Tony's uh, beautiful statement? Ladies, we're recording this a day after Valentine's Day. Now, love is still in the air. Love doesn't adhere to the Gregorian calendar or to the 24-hour news cycle. Love is a feeling. It's a force of nature. And this time of year, the dead of winter, it's really a good time to focus on love and connection and compassion and when it's cold outside you just want someone to snuggle up with and drink a glass of warm Ovaltine can I get an amen sisters amen yeah so ladies if you're seeking that perfect guy look no further than our friend Tony now a friend of the show sent this to me This is Tony. This is a Tinder biography. Tony
1: did not send this to us. Tony did not send this
0: to us. A middle woman sent this to us. I may have matched with Tony. Yeah, (laughs) let's just say there's a lot to like about the guy. Tony is in a little state called Washington. He's 35 years old. He makes it clear from the top that he's a straight man. The photo is a lovely portrait of him holding a dead eagle in a Under Armour dry-fit hoodie. Here's uh, Tony's words. I'm quoting Tony now. <clears throat> if you voted for Biden, I hope you choke on a dick and never wake up. <laughs> if you put a race before lives matter, then you are the problem. Gun-toting, comma, American-loving, comma, freedom-loving Republican, space, space, space. Get fucked, commies. I may not be Mr. Right, but I'll fuck you till he shows up. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's cut out the small talk. Oh, shit. Just looking for nudes and smashing. Yet again, this is a 35-year-old man using the term smashing. I like M thick, but not obese. Space, space, space. No liberals. No Dumbocrats. That is Tony from Vancouver, Washington, a 35-year-old straight man. And ladies, he's looking for love. He's yeah. So if you like guys who kill
1: birds and then right, <laughs> looks like he, yeah wipe their blood on his cheeks, uh, yeah
0: Tony will smash you, ladies. <laughs> if you like if you like um, a guy who just knows how to kill a bird and just hates communists, Tony is your man.
2: Who likes to wear Under Armour and smear <laughs> bodily
0: fluids on his face?
2: Tony's your perfect. That's perfect Tony.
0: Guy. He seems like. Here's the thing. Here's my only problem with Tony's bio. He says, "I'm not Mr. Wright." Pretty, sure, He's you are. Mr. Right <laughs> Pretty sure you are, Mr. Right. Pretty sure you are Mr. Wright, Tony. I think you need a little a little confidence booster. But he kills
1: birds, and you know, Danny ain't got the wings. He kills he birds. Right no wing. Chops off the
2: left wing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ladies, this man kills birds. So. Rather conservative for someone who lives in Washington.
0: Yeah, well, well, you know, once you, I think, move into Central Washington, it's kind of a survivalist uh, yeah. Eden. You know, a lot of like cults and militias and. I heard
2: East Oregon and East Washington are very, very interesting Every... places. Yeah,
1: very there's like a, there's, there's like a, there's like a the desert
0: Eden. landscape in the southern tip of Washington. It's yeah. not all evergreen trees and guys mm-hmm. named Tony.
1: But yeah, when I saw the picture of the dead bird and the blood, I didn't think that his bio was going to be like that.
0: Yeah, Oh well. I assumed it was going to be, here's me with a dead bird, black trans lives matter, uh, Biden 2020. But no, it turns out the guy with the dead birds is sort of a conservative. Oh. <laughs> so folks, whether or not you end up with Tony, uh, smashing Tony. Let's just take a second to reflect. We just had Valentine's Day, named after St. Valentine, a Catholic saint. Church of Rome in the building, always show love, always show support. He was a martyr in the 3rd century. Not a whole lot is known about St. Valentine, given his—he was, you know, a saint in antiquity. Back in the day, there wasn't a comprehensive record of his life. But he was a man of the cloth who converted many people to Christianity at a time when it was not legal. And he was murdered for that but it's a day when we remember him by giving each other diabetes. <laughs> so, in the spirit of Valentine's Day, I just like to say love stinks because I spent Valentine's Day alone again. Now, could it be that there's something wrong with me? Could it be that I have a myriad of personal and physical shortcomings? Maybe could it be everyone else's fault? Probably. <laughs> I didn't get any chocolate. I didn't get to watch any Jennifer Aniston movies with anyone. I stayed up till two in the morning eating Neapolitan ice cream and jerking off to Armenian Instagram models. Now, fellas, am I the only one who had a rough Valentine's Day? How were your Valentine's Days? Did you celebrate St. Valentine's life and death? What did you do?
1: I I was busy and... I kind of forgot Busy about he making it. love? Is he making love to the road because I was driving f- like the whole.
0: That's day. right. Russell was just <laughs> in the Grand Canyon State. So you were making love to Americans' roadways, which you were living in a Bob Seeger song. It's beautiful. That's beautiful. It's touching. Uh, I've seen my dad cry to Bob Seeger before. Cameron, how was your Valentine's Day?
2: It
3: was fairly okay but um I almost ate an entire large pizza to myself and Sigma Move <laughs> did nothing all day so
2: it was kind of nice I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it was a holiday. Jeep. I went to the beach.
0: Had a nice time with the little fam.
1: The little fam. The little
2: fam. Yeah, Jeep, no, is, Jeep
0: a is a happily married man. He is the only one here who is and a uh, father? a father of a young boy, a young beautiful blonde-haired gap baby. Um Mm -hmm. Gerber uh, model baby. I see him more as Izod. Yeah, yeah, he is a little more high class (laughs) Tommy Hilfiger baby. Oh yeah, yeah, Gucci baby. (laughs) He's a little Gucci baby. Oh, hope you're right. He's a little Gucci baby. All right, well, Jeep. So you had a good Valentine's Day at the beach in Saint Neptune's kingdom, or Lord Neptune? He's not a saint. He's a pagan god, actually. Let's just say if somebody comes around here saying they support or worship Neptune, we're going to nail them to a tree. Um, (laughs) This is a Catholic podcast, ladies and germs. We're taking back the Holy Land. Just kidding. Just kidding. L-O-L-Z. Jokes. Jokes only, folks. Now, yesterday was Valentine's Day. Today, another holiday, President's Day. Uh. Commemorating the birth of George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, two of our big dog presidents, Guys, go around the table. Tell me who your favorite president is and why. Jeep.
2: Uh Possibly FDR. Um, I think it was pretty badass how he got in there and just brought us out of the Great Depression and ran for three terms. Only person who's broken that precedent, and I think we needed him. It's kind of cool when somebody just takes the whole whole his whole world on their shoulders and does his best to bring them out of it and he was
0: like dying when he was yeah, running for his last. he was a strong man both in body and in will you know he was a champion Russell uh, yeah uh, for me
1: every president I can name I can think of good things and bad things so I don't I can't have a free, favorite president okay let me then I, ask
0: you which president would you want to have dinner with dead or alive? Uh, and the dinner is Domino's pizza and you're eating Cinna Sticks. Ooh.
1: I would still like to... Um, that's really hard. We've, yeah, you're eating the Philly cheesesteak Domino's pizza with Cinna Sticks. Six now. Um, man, I'll just do it with uh, Washington because it's that far back and there's yeah. like so much not known. He grew up. Honestly, um, in the end, um, I wish I was working today. Um and making money rather than talk, sitting <laughs> around. Talk
3: to John F. Kennedy and figure out why, why he's no why longer, is no with, longer us. with us. Rest in, figure, in peace, rest it in it peace, out.
0: goat. Cameron, who's your favorite president? Come so, on uh, in here.
3: Right off the bat, I'm just going to go with Benjamin Franklin because he's on the $100 bill. <laughs> That's...
0: He was not a president.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, he wanted uh, our state bird to be
0: the turkey. Founding oh, father, not a president. Also, he invented,
2: <laughs> <laughs> he invented
0: the... Um, Jeep and I will be interested in this. Rock. The fins for swimming. Oh, really? Benjamin Franklin was an avid swimmer. He to swim in the Potomac. So, so
1: Cameron, who was yours? Favorite
0: um, president that isn't not, not a president. Not
1: too many uh, presidents that I'm
3: too into, honestly. Andrew Jackson. It'd be pretty cool to shoot hoops with Barack
1: Obama. Oh, okay. I mean, he is, an imp- he is an important figure in our time.
3: Probably try to try to break his ankles or dunk on him or something. Obama's got a shot, though. He's yeah. got an outside Obama's shot. got an outside game. Yeah, me and yeah. him would be putting up shots. Yeah, Obama's know.
0: a two guard. All right, well, uh, my favorite... Pre- Russell, come in here. Yes, Hi. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Who's your favorite president? Really? You have to answer the question. Uh,
1: Who's the guy? Everyone I think of, I'm just like, oh, yeah, and then he did this and killed he these said,
2: people. He said George Washington. No, I'm That's not who he a George was Washington. with. Mm-hmm. I can't
1: say after He did a lot of great things. But he did a lot of bad things, too, but I'm not going to talk about that. Like Matilla hot Yeah, damn. are we really happy with Uh So, I, I guess... Japanese
0: internment, also, under FDR.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, and redlining.
0: Um, I guess... Uh, well, he had to make allies with the Southern Democrats who were all okay. virulent racists. So, so, I mean, that's what he did. That's how he made the coalition. I
1: Obviously, I haven't le- looked into all of them. Maybe my favorite would be that guy who died after one year because he probably didn't do anything. Oh, right.
0: I think that's Just William Henry Harrison. Yeah. And, uh, Got pneumonia late uh, the 1800s. inauguration. I like Jimmy Carter. Learn, uh, I like Jimmy there Carter. There you go.
1: He only was four years. He only did kind of like one mistake. So, fuck it.
0: There you go. All right, thank you. I just know you. I wanted to get your perspective. Uh, for myself, asking myself the question, talking to myself, walking on a dream. I would say my favorite president. The heart says JFK. He was a huge figure in my house growing up. Uh, on my bookshelf to this day, every other book is a Kennedy biography, whether it's him or Robert or Teddy or, you know, Jacqueline, whatever. The Kennedys were like omnipresent. My mom was a huge. She was a Kennedy fanatic, uh, Irish Catholic guy. John Kennedy got killed by the CIA for trying to change things, Um, fired Alan Dulles. They were like, oh, you want to fire us? You want to fire the Kingmaker? We're going to kill you in front of the whole world. So he's a martyr in a way. There's kind of a mystical quality to him. Uh, He fought through Addison's disease and crippling back pain and malaria his whole life. Uh, Overcame that, was a playboy, was a dilf, liked to party, liked to fuck. I like to ride right on boats. Uh, pretty much everything I'm not. <laughs> so I've always kind of looked up to him. I'd have to say my favorite Prezzy Wessie, though, I do like Jimbo Carter. I-, I like the peanut farmer from the South.
1: Jimmy Carter. I like
0: that he teaches Sunday school and he rides a bike around, and he's done a lot of good outside of the office. Yes,
1: yeah, see, I mean, if we're talking, that's a thing. I was thinking of presidents, but then you kind of talked about the lives of presidents before and after.
0: Right. Jimmy Carter's
1: great, and... People are probably thinking why hasn't someone said Abraham Lincoln? Abraham Lincoln. Everyone says that.
0: Stinky lanky. I um the guy smelled like shit apparently. He was, he's a complicated dude. <laughs> I'm and he did, he we did love a you. Lo- we love, love a you lot, King. He did a lot of great
1: you. things. But it's 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 he's it's difficult. But <laughs> as far as his whole life, yeah. Able the dude was pretty awesome.
0: phenomenal character.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'd have oh. to say either Jimbo Carter or I don't know, man. Uh I do like FDR a lot, and I'm just saying what you guys said. And I do like his, uh, the first Roosevelt Theodore. Foreign policy, very imperial, very gun toting. I don't like that. But domestically, he took on JP Morgan. He took on the monopolies, consumer protection laws. He was the first to do that. Wilderness. And the big, yeah, his biggest achievement was conservation, protecting our wildlife. I think he would be pretty appalled to see that they had blasted his face on a mountainside. I don't think yeah. I don't think Teddy Roosevelt will be in favor of that. Um I'd go ahead and say Teddy, why not? I mean, he drank like two pots of coffee a day. He a guy. was a wild guy. He was a wild guy. Ulysses in.
3: Grant was kind of hard too.
0: Yeah. Ulysses S. Grant born on April 27th. Jeep, when were you born? That is my birthday. When, when were, were you born? born? <laughs> April twenty seventh. Okay, so that means you have the same birthday as
1: Ulysses S. Grant. Even the same year. Some people don't know that. but yeah, Jeep, Jeep is very old. I'm
2: hundred and seventy four years old.
0: Jeep is a Tier Three Herbalife uh, <laughs> rep, so he's actually gonna live forever because of all the mushroom powder he uh, snorts. <laughs> my favorite president is and still Joe Biden real too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> greatest president ever, still Donald born. Trump. For my money. He came here to Staten Island when I when he was a, a back when he was a real estate guy. Oh man. And he shook my hand and I said, "Donald, man, what the fuck are we going to do about the Chinese buying all this fucking property?" And he said, "We're going to take care of it. You're a good man. You keep fucking working hard. Your daughter's very beautiful. She's a fucking princess." I said, "Donald, you're a tough guy. You got a good handshake. I'm voting for you. And if they fucking think they can mess with you, the deep state, they got another thing coming."
1: Yes, uh, you know, Donald Trump, uh, yeah, I met him, and he, he, a couple couple other people I know met him, and they, they really had, he said uh, very similar things to them, um, you're a good man was a lot of it, and then I think your daughter's beautiful. Yeah. The main things he that's, said.
0: That's that's sort of his go-to. Um. Donald J. Trump. Yeah. He's former president, and this is, and what we're doing here, this is called a transition. We're learning. Donald Trump was just acquitted over the weekend. His second impeachment, his second time being acquitted. I don't know how to phrase that differently. He got (laughs) off, folks. He beat the case. He beat the case. In the words of Mr. Big, take that shit to trial, bitch. Well, they took it to trial, and Donald (laughs) got off once again. So this is um, something Donald Trump Jr. wrote on Twitter. Who uh, We are now on Twitter, 805 in Revolt. Check it out. And we follow Donald Trump Jr. because it's good to stay informed on all things greasy. And Donald Jr. wrote, he put a photo that had Trump, it was Sylvester Stallone's body from Rocky, wearing the belt, with Trump's face superimposed on it. And it said, back-to-back impeachment champ. What the fuck? I haven't seen (laughs) that. Which I saw this coming. This is going to be Trump's new pivot is, they tried to get me twice and they failed because they hate me. Cause they hate me. Cause am I'm, I'm fighting for you.
1: Can you imagine someone who like went to court twice, just like you know normal court for something illegal, and they made it
0: twice? Like like yeah. I mean it is it's some rapper <laughs> shit that he beat the case twice. So I think this so is Michael the new Jackson. the new chapter in Trump is he's gonna do like what Hulk Hogan did in the '90s when Hulk dyed his mustache black and started riding a Harley. Those were the days. I think we're going to see Trump do a bad boy pivot and start wearing leather and smoking cigarettes yeah. and being like more nihilistic. He's going to get joker-fied, I he, think. Yeah, <laughs> you know? he's going to...
1: He needs to find a way to stay relevant in the news, even though mm-hmm. he
0: says he hates the news, but that's what gives him the power. Well, and that's so, also uh, what gives them the power, is Donald yeah, Trump. Yeah, it's
1: all blah, blah, blah. so.
0: Yeah, I think we're going to be hearing from him again. I don't know if he's going to run again, but the thing is, the Democrats, it was, I think, not only was it one of the most arrogant, self-serving, this entire second impeachment. I mean, the first impeachment was also a huge waste of money, a huge waste of time. There was no substantial. Donald Trump was on the phone with the Ukrainian president, if you remember, and they impeached him because he talked like a New Yorker. and was like, you do this for me, Mm -hmm. I'll do that for you everybody gets rich basically <laughs> that's that was the whole that was the first yes. impeachment and he got off because i think it was silly like and there was all these impassioned pleas on the senate floor about how he was withholding machine guns to ukraine and what a evil crime yeah. when all those weapons are ending up this is what's happening the war in crimea the war in donbass all the money and weapons that america is pumping into ukraine the majority of it ends up in the hands of ultra nationalist white power militias on the front lines. Hardcore anti Semitic, anti Russian, just brutal volunteer forces.
1: And that, so, that goes for any country. Pretty you know, much any country where we've armed. given arms, yeah.
0: <laughs> arms yeah. to. But in it Ukraine, it's like especially like the ideology of these groups, like the Azov Battalion. I mean, they fully incorporate Nazi imagery, the Nazi Black Sun. It's sort of a hotbed of far-right militia members from all over Europe going into Ukraine and joining this group, and we're giving them missiles and machine guns. Like, I don't care if Trump withholds aid, military aid to Ukraine.
1: And I'm sure you all know that there's the I don't, history with uh, Jewish people in Germany, um, but you probably, maybe you don't know about Russia and, and Jewish people and the history of kind of the other holocaust. That happened. Yeah, long, um,
0: long so. history of anti-Semitic persecution in Ukraine, in Russia. Uh, and Ukraine was one of the countries that <clears throat> when the Nazis invaded, they found a lot of willing collaborators who were, same in the Baltic states, they were happy to work with the Nazis. Uh, and obviously the position is difficult being sandwiched between Stalin and Hitler, but still, there's a very troubling legacy of Nazi sympathy in Ukraine. And I think to be funneling like state-of-the-art weapons there as opposed to putting that money into building, rebuilding our cities, you know, places like Baltimore and Detroit. Very arrogant, very wasteful. Don't know why Trump was impeached for withholding military aid. I think, I think it's a good thing to withhold aid, military aid to Ukraine. Uh, this time he was impeached for basically talking shit and inciting the Capitol riot. What are your guys' thoughts? Do you think Trump should have been um, indicted uh, for the speech he gave on January 6th?
2: I think he should have been held somewhat accountable because he he had no foresight into into what would have what did occur that day, and I feel like he should have seen seen what was um, coming about from his from his dialect. Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree with that one hundred percent. I think you know also it wasn't just
1: you know, the speech, it's the fact that he was just quiet when all that was going on.
2: He He didn't say... could have called off the troops at any time and he chose to when it was too late, almost as if he was advised by his legal staff.
0: Almost. Yeah, I don't condone what... uh, the whole stop the steal mentality that he, (laughs) you know, propagated for about two months, but I also find it to be... during this pandemic all these people unemployed, all these people dead and dying, all these people not being able to get vaccines. My grandma's 87 years old, lives in Los Angeles, hasn't gotten a vaccine yet because she hasn't been invited. This is the new thing they're doing in LA. They're calling it invitations. You get a vaccine invite, like it's a fucking Oscar party, okay? And when she gets the invite, she'll have to stand in a parking lot in Rancho Cucamonga for five hours in the cold. She's 87 years old, just had throat surgery, it's completely barbaric. There's way there's a whole list of things we should be prioritizing over impeaching Donald Trump. He's already gone, he's in Florida, he's playing with a tropical fish tank, he's doing Xanax. Probably bought
1: some penguins.
0: He probably Yeah, mm-hmm. he probably has a penguin and it's like overheating. <laughs> just dump ice on the floor, just keep it cold. I don't know, just keep it cold. I think it was just a huge waste of time and money, and it was just Emblematic of the Democrats being a bunch of actors and social media stars, and they don't care about you. They will let you die.
1: Yeah, all the things that we actually were upset about with Donald Trump, yeah. he'd
2: never faced in his. They were never addressed. It was just a a big, a big rigmarole, a charade to really take our eyes off like what matters. I feel like that was the goal at both impeachment attempts.
0: Yeah, it was it was a vain. It's vanity. It's democratic vanity. These people they're so tied in with Hollywood and they get all these celebrity endorsements. Nancy Pelosi thinks she's a movie star. You work for the people. You're a servant of the public, nothing more. But you've enriched yourself to the tune of millions of dollars by supporting the war on terror, by supporting corporate fucking power and money. You're you're anti-human. All these people, and the reason my friend, not my friend. My, uh, I guess, what would I call him? Friend of the show. Friend of the show, Leslie Lee. uh, (laughs) He had a really great quote where he said, I don't know this guy at all. He's just a public figure. He had a good quote where he said, this is only a priority because it happened to them. Because for once in their lives, they had to fucking run and hide and feel some physical fear. And they cannot let that happen again. That's why DC is still under military occupation. From our own military. A major American city full of tanks and troops and barbed wire because these people will never ever let they will never be threatened again they will keep the fucking plebes in line with a gun to your neck just like you are a dog to these people they hate you i can't make that clear enough they deeply detest you they want you to be stupid sick and poor. And it makes me fucking insane to think about Nancy Pelosi getting her 90th fucking boob job, living in an opulent mansion while people in, on the streets of San Francisco, her district, are dying, are overdosing, are hungry, are sick. It's a fucking outrage. The Democratic Party is corrupt, it's broken, it's rotten. They're just as bad as the Republicans. They're almost worse. Because at least the Republicans don't pretend. They don't true. fucking pretend. They're like, yeah, we want to drill. We want to fight some wars. We want to fucking eat some burgers. The Democrats, it's hashtag this, hashtag that. You're a bunch of corporatist goons. Go fuck yourselves. Time for the sports report. Cameron Atkinson, get in here. Light it up.
2: Woo-hoo.
0: Sports, sports,
3: sports, sports, sports. After that, that was, that was something right there. Thank you, Sam. Yeah, that was God great. bless America. All right, so... God bless uh, the Irish. I'm just going to go over... A few things today. Uh, that being said, first off, if there's any sports fans out there that have any questions that you want me to go over, hit us up, let any of us know, and I will do my best to answer. Message us on IG. So I just want to shout out Lance Stevenson really quick. I'm not sure if he's playing 100% this season, but last season, him and his team in China won the championship, and he was absolutely clowning on the competition. That boy Lance! And I would love to see him back in the NBA any day. So we're going to talk about Tom Brady right now. I'm not uh, the biggest fan, but I have to appreciate what he's done. And I think we all do for sure. He is the definition of the goat, to say it the least. I hate to say that, but...
2: Such a cliche
3: yeah, nowadays. Yeah, it's super cliche. But it's he's like... just super humble. Uh, works for him. <laughs> he's done every time I like start to it, like him. Also though, I just see him go, you know, like kiss his son on the lips or his coach or <laughs> yeah, something yeah, like it's that. And he's like,
0: I can't. Like, I,
2: if you could kiss a guy on, on the lips,
0: on. would you not? Uh, his not, son. Not on live television. I would not kiss a child on the lips. I want to make that clear. Okay. Sam Bean, I will not kiss kids on the lips. Yeah, I don't care. Who That's was my just son? Excited. So, yeah. Celebrating. Hashtag cute. Slapping asses. Tom he, Brady. so this guy
3: he threw for 4,633 yards this year that is fucking insane 40 touchdowns that's the most since 2007 which he had 50 that year damn it's gnarly touchdown
0: Tom for sure let's see yeah
1: there's um,
0: did you guys Russell go come in here yeah get in there Oh.
1: I was going to ask, did he I don't know a lot about sports. You know that. Mm-hmm. Um right off the bat was he like a great player or did it take him a while?
3: I don't know. Like I was young when he started the first play, so obviously I wasn't too far in, but looking back at it, he obviously wasn't like a stud muffin like to look <laughs> at, but he had the brain and the heart for sure like that's all you like you just need to be like fundamental to a certain extent like the strength the arm strength if the arm strength is there and the brains are there the coaching is there and like you're willing to take that all in and work on it every day like and you stay healthy
1: and you have the support like actually like people
3: backing you up
1: like i'm sure at this point in his career he's just like he knows what he's capable of right yeah, and he's like, just relaxed. It's probably like
3: just complete muscle it. memory, like yeah. from, kind of from the start of like the amount of getting games behind he's the played. center and
0: like yeah. how many and snaps has he taken? do you think yeah. there's a stat out there like? And he's been to so many Super Tens Bowls that
1: that became this. This last Super Bowl was like instead of like he's at the Super Bowl. It was like oh, this is another
0: game. It's just a game for the guys. Yeah, almost. He's like, like an animatron, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's wild.
3: Animorphs? He's an
0: animorph, but yeah. Dude.
3: Tom Brady's great. Stop
0: the Yurk invasion. He did
3: incredible. Uh, I also want to shout out Lamelo Ball. He's the youngest player in NBA to score a I'm triple the double. I'm greatest. He's gonna be something. That's for sure. Yeah, we want to shout out the whole Ball family. Big, baller, big, brand. big, big baller, baller brand. Big Trouble baller brand. Triple B's.
0: Uh, Triple B's in the building. Lavar is a... Uh, we'd love to get LeVar on the show if you're listening, Lavar. I have his phone number.
1: He's blocked me, though.
0: Yeah, we've been yeah. sending him a lot of photographs. Some elicit. Um, yeah, they get a lot of hate, but they've, uh,
3: they've worked pretty hard to get where they're at, that's for sure. That's true. Re- regardless of the financial support they had. That's not gonna make you an NBA athlete yeah. at all. And Lavar Le- came from
0: Compton, I believe. He sort of, so. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, he's he, a self-made man. He's
1: self-made, and, and he's a good father for like letting there's his kids wanted to accomplish something.
3: I like the balls.
1: And um, yeah. So.
3: I'm kind of a fan. I'm not gonna
0: lie. Oh, I Lonzo is. I mean, on the Pelicans too. I like the setup with him, Zion, Stephen Adams, Eric Bledsoe. That's a crazy team right now.
1: They're kind of just funny. I love funny. And New Orleans is a sick city,
0: dude. They got Wiz, dude. They got (laughs) that kid Wiz. They
3: got a that big boy from from. the Thunder. Steven Adams? Steven Adams, yeah.
0: The uh, New Zealander. Cal, yeah, they, got, they got probably one of the uh, toughest Droga, guys whatever. in the
3: league on their team right now. I think, I think the Pelicans are going to be very up and coming. You also got to look out for the Utah Jazz. They
0: can do great things. Yeah, the Jazz have been putting up uh, pretty... I mean, I think they're first in the West right now. Yeah, I think they might be.
1: I love uh, this quote from Sam Bean. Um, Oh, you're in Utah? Here's jazz. Yeah, that team.
0: It's When you go to Utah, the first thing you think of is, I bet there's a lot of great jazz clubs around here. Salt Lake City, like, oh, what a great jazz scene. There's like two black people in the whole state. And they both play for the yeah. jazz.
3: And, and was it the Utah jazz fans
0: that were... Utah jazz fans, notoriously racist.
3: They need to get themselves in
0: check. Yeah. And it's a bummer because they have such a nice jersey design. Yeah, that, they're, that, they're, they're the purple jersey with the mountains yeah, from the '90s yeah. that Carl Malone used to wear. Carl Malone, hottest guy to ever play in the league. Um, is
1: there any cities in Utah besides Salt Lake?
0: <laughs> there's a there's no, like I, Provo, Utah, where BYU is, and then there's Spanish yeah. Fork. I've been to, I spent a couple nights in Beaver, Utah, which is like a truck stop sort of town, but they have the cleanest drinking water in America, they claim. And they sell a bunch of merchandise that is a play on their name, like "I Love Beaver," like, and all these truckers are like, you know, buying it. Like, woke up in some Beaver. Um, I got a burrito there, and it gave me the shits. (laughs) And I slept in a Motel 6 that had just had its walls painted, so I got a discount. But I got high off the fumes. And I remember watching. I think I was watching the 1995 crime thriller Heat, with uh, Pacino and De Niro and People just like hire. On, on one <laughs> yeah I just already on one just like let's get that money Cameron what else is up on sports
1: or uh, was that
0: <sighs> is that it we can keep talking about it for sure like I could I talk about that. basketball yeah. all day what's next alright yeah we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna transition to Russell Huggard's area of expertise which he is our entertainment guru There is a new film coming out that is an old film that is a new film that is a new old film, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Russell, get up on the mic and tell us about the Zack Snyder experience and your thoughts of superhero movies in general.
1: Well, that is a lot. Okay, uh, man. Go. There is the movie, Justice League. It came out. Um, If you didn't see it, you probably heard about it. Um, And it, it was terrible. And um <laughs> Batman's Flat. It was really bad for a lot of reasons. And if you've heard recently there's something called Zack Schneider's Justice League coming out. Zack Schneider, Schneider he's the director. And the reason it's his version, and um it's gonna be four hours long. Oh my god. <laughs> um, is he shot a lot of the movie. And then um, the people at Warner Brothers, DC, no, yeah, uh, Warner Brothers Studios, Weber owns it. Uh, saw some clips of what they had filmed, and they're like, "No, this is too dark." Then his daughter passed away while yeah. they were filming, tragically. So it was a really difficult thing for him. So he eventually kind of left the project. Then another director came in. I'm not going to uh, I don't want to hate on him. We're not going to say his name. I don't want to hate on him. He directed some Avengers movies. I want to hate on Joss Whedon. But. <laughs> okay, then we'll <laughs> say his name. Joss Whedon. He came in and yeah. uh, you know they, remo- they removed um, Maybe a you know. large no. percent of what Zack uh, Snyder had filmed. And he uh, filmed it and changed it to a more Marvel's Marvel, yes. Yes. fun, Cocked happy out style.
0: No, it was it's so apparent when you watch yeah. the movie it, there's like scenes Seems where it's like serious? Batman Ben Ben Batman like mm-hmm. the whole world is misery and nothing will save us and then and it's, it's like the Flash like smashes a joke Yo. Ha, ha, ha.
1: Richie dab on him. So anyway, that happened and apparently, you know, for a while uh Zack Snyder's been trying to uh get his version out and it's finally coming out. They did a lot of reshooting. Um, Jared
0: Leto is playing the Joker. Yes, the only
1: Joker, dude. <laughs> I'm back for that. Oh, and... Trump
0: is my president. Leto is my Joker.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that's coming out, and it's going to be pretty much like the majority of the film is going to be stuff that you haven't seen. So I'm excited. I think I'm, I'm, if I'm you Stoked. have seen the original Justice League and you didn't like it, go see this one because it's probably going to be better. And if you haven't seen the
0: other one, then good, just see this one. It's probably going to be hilarious. I mean, because Schneider did uh, Batman versus Superman, right? Yeah, that was a hilarious film when yeah. they had um, Social Network. What's his name? Eisenberg yeah. was like uh, millennial Lex Luthor, who was like a Google boy,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and the they they like started in like Africa and like Africa a stand, like. And it was like Superman like killed a warlord. It was just so dark and just so relentlessly like, yeah. nihilistic. Yeah. I saw it in Virginia when I was in the Navy. And it was like the perfect experience. It was like raining and like, cloudy. It was just perfectly grim. I went back to a warship after watching it. I was just like, wow. Um, I'm not the only one who
1: knows about these entertainment things. Um, so Jeep, why don't you talk a little bit about...
2: Superhero movies, State of Hollywood, Marvel, you're, you're and film maybe
1: buying Fox and getting X Men, all that shit.
2: Hmm. Well, I was unaware of that um, Justice League controversy, and now I'm really excited to check that out. However, um, I think DC and their franchises they either go for dark or quirky, which I think it really works well when they go dark. So I feel like they should embrace that more. But. Um, Ten thousand people live in this stinking city. Mm. Embrace the darkness. What uh, Marvel has done with superheroes in cinema is pretty incredible. Starting off with the um, with the Iron Man movie, giving way to ton ten plus sequels of build up over the years. Insane. And I I haven't been along for the ride for the most part, but um, seeing Iron Man in the theaters for the first time way back oh then, gosh. maybe ten. 11 years ago you could tell it was the start of a new age of entertainment based around these comic book heroes that have been beloved for the better part of the century over here in the u.s of a besides that i think the kind of quarantine shakeup in the industry is good putting kind of I mean, we're back now, but there there is a sort of void of for that needs to be filled, um, especially with all these streaming services. Do and you I,
0: think um, going to see a movie will ever return to what it was? I That's think it. Sure. I think it will. I think yeah. um, there's more
2: room for independents to get their films into major theaters now when they do reopen. Because the market is totally changed up, but I don't think that the movie theater experience will ever really go away. People have loved theaters from, from the start. There's yeah. a sense of community, and it turns... Uh, you kind of lose yourself. I mean,
1: people are still going to In the the drive-ins. Yeah, I think it's true. It people are makes still going into drive-ins. It makes
2: an event out of something you do every day regardless. Yeah. So there will always be a niche for that.
0: All right. Well, that's our thoughts on the current state of Hollywood. It, it is it is true that the Marvel, the Marvel boys really cleaned up and uh, suffocated uh, popular culture with tens of dozens of uh, yeah. indistinguishable. I, I'm there sorry. I just have to be, no, I no, fucking no. hate these movies. Okay, so yeah, I, I like Thanos because if you Google Thanos hentai, you see some nice <laughs> stuff. But oh I do not. Oh yeah, I'm the only one who ever just looked at anime porn. Oh Sam, <laughs> yeah, I'm the only one who's ever wondered what Patrick's dick looks like. Oh Sam, oh whatever. Oh you're so bad. Oh go to confession. Oh I hate you. Oh stop calling this number. Oh, I'm not your therapist anymore. I don't want to be your girlfriend. Oh what are you doing outside my house? Oh Sam. Oh Sam. Okay. I fucking hate superhero movies. I used to love them, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Remember? Just Classic. Just Spider-Man I mean, 3? And you can Spider-Man 3 is the best movie <laughs> ever, dude. And you can't dispute Dark Knight. I can't dispute the Nolan Batman's, but I'm talking about the the but these Marvel the combined movies? universe yeah. bullshit it's where everything is just a setup for a sequel. Exactly. You watch a 2-hour preview yeah. for the next movie.
1: But I think finally, you know, like I've kind of started to get into it again because they're changing it they have that TV show uh WandaVision yeah. and
0: Cameron has some thoughts on that
1: and uh, no, I
3: was just about but, to bring that up so keep going
1: uh, yeah i mean they they're starting something new finally and you know Robert Downey Jr is not
0: in it anymore he was my favorite part i know he's so, my favorite <laughs> yeah,
1: but yeah. i mean dude why would he want to keep doing that no i mean he may he may, I don't listen, think king, i don't think Chris Evans is going to
0: be in it king anymore. you made your money Chris Evans is busy, like, doing some bullshit Democrat fundraiser with near Tanden in fucking yeah. Pennsylvania.
1: What I like about it is these new ones. That they're bringing in actors that have been in it, but have been low-key. They're bringing in, like, with WandaVision, Elizabeth Olsen. She's a really great actress, yeah. and she didn't really get to shining the out, other stuff. Check out Wind River. Wind River,
0: yes. Shout-outs, Wind River, dude. Dank movie starring Elizabeth Olsen. So have you been watching WandaVision, Russell? I have I am caught up. Are you a fan of the show? I don't have Disney Plus. Um I am a fan of the show. Yes. Okay.
1: It's uh it's good. It's uh, yeah.
0: thinking outside the lines. I just wish movie makers would get back to having right now they have basic cookie cutter brain. I want them to have Neapolitan mindset. We need some Neapolitan mindset. Could you please get a little deeper into what you feel this
2: Neapolitan mindset is and how it pertains to you? let mm-hmm. you- must say there is
0: good. There are still good movies being yeah, made. There okay. are. All right. Well, Jeep, I'm glad you asked that. What is Neapolitan mindset? I'm sure a lot of people at home have been asking that. If you follow us on social media, you know that I am a big proponent, a progenitor of the Neapolitan mindset. And Neapolitan mindset. Nea tin mindset. Maybe you're asking questions. What is this thing? Why is this thing? How is this thing? I'll explain it to you as best I can. Although it is a very complex, much like Neapolitan ice cream, its namesake, hmm. multi-layered. Phenomenon. Neapolitan mindset is a ancient Italian druidic tradition. It is the three pillars mentality. It is a form of sacred geometric worship of the beyond. So the three pillars are this. Vanilla. Fuck haters. (laughs) Strawberry. Love haters. Mm. Chocolate. Hate. haters (laughs) when you combine the three pillars you achieve perfect (laughs) harmony with the world because we all know your life is determined by your haters okay haters are the ethereal uh liminal otherworldly forces that determine your fate and how you interact with your haters determines your trajectory in life so you say vanilla fuck haters Strawberry, I got love for my haters. Chocolate, you become the hater. This is Neapolitan mindset, and folks, it's no—I've—I've I've talked about it on the show before. Let me just go into detail. In, in high school, I was a binge drinker. I drank uh, copious amounts of hard liquor, beer, whatever. I was a I, there's a long history of alcoholism in my family, and I was going down that road. I stopped drinking when I was twenty. I haven't had a drink in a long time. Well, I had a drink a year ago, just one time, a little cup of wine. But I've been sober now for over a year, back on the wagon. I also used to smoke a lot of weed. Smoked big doinks. I got fucking toasted. I took big bong loads to my fucking face. I put joints in my mouth, and I lit them on fire, and I smoked them down. But these days, I'm doing my best to be Sammy Sobriety for my mental health. But my soul is that of an addict, and it requires a vice. And I have filled this gaping hole in my person with Turkey Hill Neapolitan ice cream. This is my new fix. This is my benediction. This is my escape. When you crack open the lid on a fucking gallon of Turkey Hill, and you peel it, and a little the, the the cold smoke, whatever you call that, filters up. Sublimination. And sublimination. And you look down at that turkey hill. Oh, you see the three colors seamlessly blending and playing with each other on the edges. It's sex. It's life. It's motion. It's dance. It's Neapolitan mindset. You take your spoon. You start at vanilla and you drive it all the way through. <laughs> If you're one of these motherfuckers who gets Neapolitan and you only eat one or two of the flavors, that's heresy. That's (laughs) blasphemy. You're defiling Neapolitan mindset. And as we all know, the punishment for heresy is death. If you fuck around and eat Neapolitan in the wrong way, you will be punished. Now, Neapolitan mindset, it's essentially I bought him out on my turkey hill. I was up, like I said, last night, two in the morning, throwing it down. And the Neapolitan mindset is essentially accepting your fate. Accepting that you are a a pawn on the universe's chessboard. The universe is a chaotic place. The universe is messy. But Neapolitan is order. It is light. It is a bridge to a higher understanding. You're saying... I am flesh, I am blood, I will rot and die like the rest. But until then, I have my Neapolitan mindset. It's essentially, you're looking at oblivion and you're saying, okay, why not three ice creams in one? Oh, nuclear war? What if I had chocolate, strawberry, and vanilla all in one spoon? (laughs) Oh, biological weapons? Oh, the polar ice caps are melting? No, no, but it's three flavors in one tub. That's Neapolitan (laughs) mindset. And so all my skin disorders, my uh, barren wasteland of a romantic life, my apocalyptic visions, uh, my mental illness, none of that matters to me anymore because I have Neapolitan mindset. (laughs) You know what I mean? I have Neapolitan mindset. It's just like... Neapolitan mindset is, oh my God. Last thing I'll say, in the Neapolitan cosmology, it's very much a binary. There's Neapolitan mindset, and then there is, then that's the upper world. That's the world above the world. Then there's Spumoni brain, which is the underworld. <laughs> if you have Spumoni brain, you are a flub You are a mindless, soulless, vacant sheep marching to the beat of the Illuminati's drum. So, I pose to you a choice, listener. Friend of the show. Because you're all friends of the show when you listen. And you're all my friends, and I need your validation. I pose to you a question, emotional support system. Would you rather have Neapolitan mindset like JFK and R. Kelly and myself or would you rather have Spumoni brain like Jeffrey Epstein J.P. Morgan and Bono
2: Spumoni
0: this is your choice listener that's all I have to say about that Jeep take us into the final act
2: well we always are thankful for your presence with us on these Evenings, and we hope that your Valentine's Day was splendid.
0: Yeah. All right. Cameron, you have a message for our viewers that are not viewers, they're listeners, and um, I care about them.
3: Yeah. Since I'm the sports guy on the crew, I just saw and heard earlier today and forgot to mention earlier that one of my favorite players to watch back in the day, former Charger and Buccaneer player. wide receiver actually, was just found dead today at the age of 38, Vincent Jackson. So, it's very unfortunate for the sports world. He was a great athlete, great teammate. He did a lot of really good things. So that being said, you just never know when death is upon us. So, call your loved ones, friends, family, whatever it may be, and. Just stay in touch,
0: because you just never know what life is going to bring. All right. Wise words from a wise man. Yes, uh, in the spirit of Valentine's Day, it's important to reflect on who you love and why you love them and what you love. What brings you genuine joy and real love, which I'm searching for. A real love, not this bullshit candy cartel florist syndicate nightmare (laughs) that you find at Vaughn's. Where it's like, hey, do you want some fucking chocolate? Hey, do you want some fucking flowers?
2: Go, go, go. Get your flowers. Get your chocolate. Get your, your chocolate.
0: Get your cards. Tell your baby how much you love. C's can. No, no, no. You want wine?
2: Yeah, get fake, some wine.
0: That is fake love. Real love. Real love is suffering. It's pain. You know, fuck Biden. Fuck Trump. Eat chocolate if you want. Maintain Neapolitan mindset in the face of adversity. Uh, Don't Neapolitan buy mindset. from the big
3: companies. Buy them yes. from the homies on the T-shirts streets. On I the flowers lane. from the ladies. Busting their ass, selling flowers. Oxnard, California. Flowers is not a style. Camarillo, side California.
0: More Park, California, 805. <laughs> Join the revolt. T.O. baby. Join the revolt. Thank you. Good night. Good night.
2: Come, 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 get your flowers, get your chopper. get, come, come, get your flowers, get your get come, come, get your flowers, get your
3: get come, come, get your flowers, get your you go, come,
2: come, get your flowers, get your get go, come, come, get your flowers, get your chopper. come, come, get your get